0: What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGinnis. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the inforce, Red Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Frito. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROHCats at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers.
1: They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. Do two, do. Two. Two, two. <laughs>
2: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 83 of the ROH cast.
0: Call me Ivan.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, my name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. As always, I'm here with the other co-owner and the editor
0: of the website, a very scared Stephen. After that stunt, I'm just thinking of leaving right now.
2: <laughs> We're also joined by Podcast worst nightmare, John. How's it going? Uh, this week, we're on a Tuesday, instead of our usual Thursday, that's because we're going to preview uh, Supercard of Honour, which takes place this Friday, live on ipay view but f- before we get to that, we're going to do a quick run-through of the results from uh, Asheville, North Carolina this past Saturday, um, which was t- t- titled War. Um, the show began with Michael Elgin defeating Adam Page. QT Marshall and Darren Dean fought to a no contest. Um,
0: apparently, Darren Dean is a Trainee of Davy Richards, I think. Yeah. Do you remember that that video that they did after the whole Ohio incident, that like the Amer- America's Most Wanted or something? Team Bandit or something. Yeah. The, the YouTube video they did. It was him. I think it was him, O'Reilly, and another guy, and the other guy was Darren Dean, and he's what little disease was it? Yeah. No, that was Team Bandit. They did another one like just after. I think it was they wanted to be called like America's America's Most Wanted or something.
2: Yeah.
0: Actually, no, weren't they attacked oh. him in TNA? I don't yeah, know. they were. You might be getting that. I don't know. Uh, st- America's most something, or wrestling's most wanted, or something. And he was in that video and. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So, so anyway,
0: the the, the
2: Q, Q, before the match, QT Marshall talked about his mystery partner, saying that he hopes it's Alex Shelley. Um, he he was on YouTube, I think, earlier today, and he asking Guardy Evans if it was perhaps Prince Devitt or Alex Shelley, but. I think it's going to be R.D. Evans, isn't it?
0: I quite like that. Uh... That video. Yeah. yeah. I think, it's, I think it's going to be pretty funny. I, I think it's pretty obvious who it's going to be. But it'll be funny when... I think they'll work it so QT Marshall sort of doesn't realise it's R.D. Evans. <laughs> it makes him <laughs> yeah. look <like>, really stupid.
2: <laughs> that would be awesome, yeah. yeah I,
0: think, I hope that's what happened. Um,
2: the match went to a no contest because Jimmy Jacobs, Jimmy Rave and Steve Carino all interfered to sort of throw the match out and then Jimmy Jacobs and Jimmy Rave defeated Mike Mondo and Grizzly Redwood. Um, Did any of us manage to predict which two members of Scum it would be? Did anyone... uh...
1: I believe I I said Jacobs and Carino, so I was wrong.
2: I feel like I might have said Jimmy Jacobs and Rave, but... Or did I say Rhino? I don't know. I might have to go back and listen.
0: I'm pretty sure none of us got
2: it right. We asked for names for Mike Mondo and Redwood, and we got a few. (laughs) I think we...
0: Bad there was one I liked. I can't remember which one it was.
2: I sort of, bad news beard made me laugh, but
0: <laughs> bad news.
2: There's something about raping as well, like rape board or something. But I, really <laughs> I haven't got them to hand. I'm going to, have to check that for next time. We're, my, not, yeah, we're my...
0: not a podcast that would talk about that sort of thing. We we wouldn't belittle that sort of thing, would we, Harry? Exactly.
1: My my uh, favorite uh, name that was mentioned was the lumberjack offs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, that one. <laughs>
2: They pinned Grizzly following a double team move and after the match, Rhett came out and tried to put Grizzly through a table but was stopped by BJ Whitmer which then flowed straight into the next match um, with Rhett defeating BJ Whitmer by using a roll of coins, uh, similar to what Karina's been doing recently. After the match, Scum continued to beat down BJ until the American Wolves made the save, which then led to their match where they defeated Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander, which is said to have been the match of the night, which Probably no isn't is realized, yeah. yeah. Um, and they picked up the win with the Tombstone Power Driver kick combination. So it's good to see them actually win a match with that move that looks extremely dangerous <laughs> and no- <laughs> normally just gets a two count. But at least they got a win there. So um, imagine
0: if Undertaker had Twitter, he'd be tweeting like, "What is this, David Richards and my move?"
2: Then <laughs> just claim he was hacked. <laughs> 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 then we have Jeff Lewis Neal. Defeating Charlie Haas. Now there's a lot of a lot to talk about surrounding this match, so we'll come back to this in a second. Um, Jeff won with a roll-up, I believe, on Haas. And then we have the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles, Team and Fishing, also known as Red Dragon, successfully retained against Alabama Attitude. They won with the uh, Brain Buster and Kick combo. And uh, Bobby Fish actually told a child in the audience that the Easter Bunny is a hoax. <laughs> How could he do such a thing? That's just mean. There's no That's, nature
1: like Char- That's like Charlie Haas levels of heel.
2: It is. I'm sure he's wearing a tight-fitting sweater and a scarf while doing it. <laughs> um, we have then a four-way Proven Ground match, not five, Stephen, for the Ring of Honor TV Damn. top.
0: It's the future, I tell
2: you, it's the future. <laughs> These magical five-corner matches.
0: Five-corner Survivor, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, ACH defeated Matt Taven, Roderick Strong, and unbeatable Jay Lethal to secure himself a... TV title shot at the uh, TV tapings this Saturday in New York, and he actually pinned the TV champion Matt Taven with a capture DDT. Um, apparently, Strong and Lethal also came close to winning the match, but ACH is the one who actually picked up the victory. Um, there's said to have been a couple of botched spots, which apparently slowed the match down. That's a bit disappointing. Um, I don't like that Taven lost this match.
0: Yeah, I said I, mean, this, I said this before we came on the podcast, but well, i not heard that, so <laughs> we can have that discussion again. But he's not in the pin or Jey Lethal, is he? No, but Strong hasn't really done much, and they had IcH and and Roderick Strong had that really good match at the one of the house shows, which I can't remember. I can't, I don't know why I can't remember what it's called, but um, Honor vs Evil. Yeah, that one. Yeah, they had a really, really good match there that Strong won. So this could have just been like ACH getting his revenge. I mean, and Strong's not really doing much at the moment, so it wouldn't have really killed any momentum that he has. And Mm. I just don't see the point in, you know, Taven was a new guy coming in, you know, didn't have a lot of momentum behind him. So him winning the bat was, you know, a bit of a surprise. And I just think his first match with the belt, I don't think he should be losing it. You know, I know it wasn't a title match, but I just think it makes him look a bit weak.
2: Do you think they did it so, it, you know, it, it, it makes people like John foolishly think that ACH is going to win the TV title. So, I don't know, try and get more sort of hype surrounding ACH. Oh, he's already pinned but the jump There's plenty won. of hype
0: around him already. That's if he'd it, it have beaten Roderick Strong... Oh, that's, it that's even
2: been bigger, been, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Probably, even, yeah, probably even bigger. I just don't... I don't know. Maybe the story of the match, when we finally see it, or it sort of... You know, lend itself to that finish, but on off the back of it, I just didn't see the reason for Taven losing, to be honest. But
2: I, announced- I'm
0: glad ACH has got oh. the title shot there.
2: Yeah. Have they announced when this is going to be available on demand on the website, or have they not mentioned it?
0: No, they haven't. I'd really like it to be up before Friday, because then obviously we can okay. watch it before SuperCard. But yeah.
2: I- so whenever it does appear, we'll have a review of the show on RHWorld.com and. Maybe there'll be a slight delay in uploading it because you have to actually edit some stuff out halfway through the show that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Then in the main event, Kevin Steen defeated Mark Briscoe to retain the Ring of Honor world title, meaning he will face Jay Briscoe this Friday at Supercard of Honor. So that wraps up the results from uh, Asheville. Um, But what we didn't talk about was the Charlie Haas situation. Um... Essentially, he had a match against um, the local talent. I've closed the tab now. Jeff but... Lewis-Neal. There we go. I forgot My favourite local talent. Uh, he did a pre-match promo prior, uh, before his match and basically said that he's retiring. He, he talked about, you know, he's given it all to wrestling, but all of his friends has died. He mentioned his brother, Umaga, Lance Cade, and that this was his last, last match and he's retiring. And he told Kevin Kelly to F off about 10 times. <laughs> and then the match began... Um, he lost via roll-up, and then after the match, he wanted a microphone and wasn't given one, so he just essentially shouted to do a post-match promo where he was basically crying, and the fans were chanting, thank you, Charlie. Um, he did another promo. He, he put over the locker room, but kept insulting Kevin Kelly in delirious. Um, he thanked the fans and said, it's time to be a dad and a husband, and he just gave Kevin Kelly the middle finger and walked out. <laughs> um, after this, he took to Twitter. He said, uh, quote, officially retired. No match against Shelty- Shelton Benjamin next week in New York. Time to be a full time dad and husband. Um, he also said he thanked all the fans throughout the years and says that wrestling's greatest tag team will always be a top tag team. So uh, we initially thought this may have been at work based on the fact that he was insulting Kevin Kelly and Delirious, which is, and also Nigel McGuinness, which are all people that his character has always said negative things about, but based on reports, it looks like this is completely genuine, and there was actually some, um, situation backstage during intermission before his match, and there's reports on certain websites saying he was intoxicated, um, and got into an altercation with Grizzly Redwood and actually hit him, um, which then led to him being shouted at and yelled at by Delirious, um... Was he fired, or did he just say I quit, or what happened? I can't remember the report off the top of my head. Um, I don't think he was fired per se. I mean, I think the the reports are saying that they didn't actually want him to go out in the state he was in. You know, he he was apparently. No, I
0: don't get. I don't get that. If they didn't want him to go out, they'd have stopped him.
2: Yeah. I mean, no. So. come on.
0: there's a whole locker room of wrestlers, and they couldn't stop one guy walking through the curtain. That is. Yeah. That's crap.
2: And the weird thing is that he did his post-match promo and they play his music after he'd finished
0: talking. <laughs> right. We hate this guy. Cut his music.
2: Yeah, I mean, like certain things of this report, we obviously don't know how true they are. We've tried to reach out for comments on this, but I haven't been able to find any inter- information. But it looks like he's done. You know, he was apparently intoxicated, punched Grizzly Redwood, did it. changed the finish of his match to, I'm assuming he was going to win, but he put the guy over, announced that he's quit and retired. And apparently the altercation backstage also involved Kevin Kelly a bit, which is why he was getting insulted so much. Um, and that's it. He's gone. And according to reports on PW Torch, the locker room weren't didn't like him because he came across as a bully and trying to bring backstage politics over to Ring of Honor. But we obviously don't know if that bit's true. But from what fans have been saying, the whole shoot promo before and after the match, and someone even saw the Redwood situation you know, from behind the curtain. So... Sounds like it's all genuine. Do you guys have any thoughts or comments on this?
0: This is a really weird situation because everything that he's done and said, he it just it's basically his character doing it. Like, I mean, I think it's pretty common knowledge that him and Kevin Kelly are quite good friends because they obviously they're in WWE at the same time. And I don't, like him, you know, giving Kelly the middle finger and stuff so many times that it just doesn't really make sense. I mean, I guess if he was drunk, it you know, he could, probably didn't really know 100 percent of what he was doing. But I mean, I, like you said, when I first read this, I thought it was a work, and oh, you know, he's going to say he's retired, and then he'll, you know, Shout and Benjamin will, will come, starboard. yeah, Shout and Benjamin will come out for the match, and he'll be like looking around, and then all oh, Charlie House comes out of nowhere, and yeah, sort of thing. But it does, it seems pretty legit from everything that we're reading, and you know, the little that we've heard, it, it does, it does seem legit to be honest, but. um I mean I, I, until we know more and until everything's confirmed I don't I just don't know really what else to say I mean he, the way he's gone out if this is all true and is pretty bad I mean it sounds like he was uh pretty rowdy from from the stuff he did but I suppose we have to say thanks to him for everything that he's done and it's just a shame that he's if he has gone it's it, you know he's chosen now because he was on of Random entertaining- house
2: show to a to a jobber and <laughs> rather than yeah putting over and-
0: a yeah, I mean, that's the
1: weird thing about this. It comes less than a week away from what would have been his perfect sendoff, losing to his longtime partner Shelton Benjamin, and then he could just go quietly into the night afterwards. Mm. It's just everything about this is just a weird, weird, weird situation.
2: There's a video on YouTube of the post-match promo, and he says that me and Shelton are one-one in in WWE. So perhaps he just—that's another reason he just doesn't want to have another match, and then one or you know, have the advantage in the feud, if that makes sense, so I don't really know, to be honest, what's going on here, what really to say, but it looks like, I mean, if this, he was, like, turned up to a show drunk, went out when he shouldn't have, and kept doing promos and stuff, even if he suddenly, like, sobers up and wants to come back, I don't think he'll be welcomed back to Ring of Honor, so it probably is the last we've seen of Charlie Haas, which, you know, after all the memories we've had, on this show about Charlie Haas, all the toot toots and the ether and the chair shots at best in the world. Uh, it's gonna gonna miss him I think.
0: It's a shame he's, he's decided to go now and he was probably at his best in Ring of Honor. You know, mm. Since and left he's been very entertaining. We've got you know, the whole thing with Cheeseburger and that's not gonna be resolved now and we'll probably never see Cheeseburger again. Uh, you know, Why couldn't you have gone out You know, 18 months ago when they were involved in that horrible feud with the Briscoes that lasted
2: -er. Yeah, it's going
0: to leave, suddenly, at least leave when you're bad, not when you're actually
2: getting getting
0: really entertaining. Yeah, I suppose they say, you know, quit while you're ahead, and he was definitely one of the most entertaining things in Ring of Honor. He was the
2: most over in my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was. I think that's the most disappointing thing from my point of view, is that, you know, we're not going to be able to see what happens with this whole cheeseburger thing, because I think that would have been interesting to see how it would have played out. But, Mm. uh, yeah, I suppose it's got to see what happens now. As, As you say, even if... You know, he he hasn't retired and, you know, maybe changed his mind. If what he's done is true, I, I, as you said, I can't see them uh, accepting him back anytime soon, really. Um, yeah, because this is about the most
1: unprofessional way somebody could, you know, leave a company or retire. going out there drunk, like unruly, causing havoc backstage. Mm. So even if this is, you know, even if he comes around and realizes that he made a mistake or, wants to return to Ring of Honor. I can't see Ring of Honor giving him another chance, giving him the Jeff Hardy chance that TNA is giving him right now. So, mm. I believe, sadly, this is the last we've seen of Charlie Haas in Ring of Honor.
2: No more Haas' pissed-off videos. That's it. It's over.
1: Which is a shame, because they've been pushing him hard, too. He's been mm. probably, like, the hottest thing in the company other than Kevin Steen and Scum for a while now. So, just seeing him go out like this is just really disappointing.
2: Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll find out more as sort of it settles down and people begin to talk about it, so we'll have to just sort of wait and see on that front. But uh moving on to something more more happy and exciting to look forward to. This this Friday, Supercard of Honor is live on iPay per view, and we're gonna do a preview now of the full card and we'll give the ROH cast infamous predictions. Like Oh god. If you, if you listen to these and you're a gambling man just to take our advice, you know we've got a good track record with these predictions I think, haven't we? 80, oh, yeah. <laughs> 82 episodes in the bag, we know what we're talking about at this point So um, the, the first match on the card is Tadarius Thomas and ACH taking on QT Marshall and a mystery partner um, We've talked about this before I think we're all in agreement that RD Evans will be the mystery partner
0: Yeah, I think so I think That's as, only- as I said earlier, I think it'll be funny if they do it as if you know, maybe they say like our oh, RD's has gone off on a business trip again, but he's picked this guy for Marshall, and Marshall doesn't realise that it's RD. And I think that'd be quite funny. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that. Um,
2: or I'd
1: kind of like to see even if it's not RD, just pick somebody absolutely terrible and just make them <laughs> like stupid.
0: But are they gonna pick someone terrible on purpose? I mean, they're not. I mean, I they're mean, not gonna pick anyone good because I eight. Mean, it's probably gonna be the opening match, isn't it? And being a the winner with... Marshall. I mean, they've yeah, used I mean, false yeah. Mahoney in the past. So oh god, no oh dear.
2: <laughs> well, Thanks just, for that, John. <laughs> just hope it is R. D. Evans. Could, could
1: yeah. we see the return of Dan Severn? Oh yes, that would be amazing.
2: <laughs> Teach him the the. Dragon. What about
0: Mabel? <laughs> maybe,
2: maybe. So. Silly jokes aside, who do you think is going to pick up the win here? I mean, obviously we don't know who one of the participants in the match is, but I'm thinking that ACH and is Thomas are going to pick up the win here no matter who it is really because ACH has the big TV title match the next night and there's a lot of hype and momentum surrounding those two guys, whereas Cutie Marshall has nothing around him at the moment. So do you guys Yeah, agree I... That
1: yeah I agree. I see ACH picking up the pinfall here to give him the momentum he needs going into the TV title match that he's going to win the next day at the TV tapings. Ooh.
2: We're not doing predictions of the TV tapings, John, so you're jumping ahead there.
1: <laughs> I, decided to, I decided to give people their money's worth on my
2: predictions today. <laughs> so uh, there's not really much we can say about predicting the match itself because we don't know who the partner is, but I don't think this is going to be very long, and as Steven said, it it's very likely to be the opener. Um, so, moving on with the card, we have a number one contendership match between Jay Lethal and Michael Elgin. Now, for those of you who have listened to RH Cast for a while now, Jay Lethal around here is known as Unbeatable Jay Lethal due to his fantastic win-loss record in um, non-title matches. That's his kryptonite at the moment. So, do, do we think the Unbreakable is going to... Break the streak of the unbeatable one. What do we think?
0: Yeah, I think Elgin's gonna win this. I don't, I don't know why. I've just randomly decided to go with Elgin. Um I think this will be a really, really good match. I think this, in my opinion, will probably be match of the night. Um, you know, both guys are just, you know, have been so good. You know, lately they they always put on good matches, and um, I think it's probably one of the most unpredictable matches of the night. I think either guy could could win, but I just think seeing as Lethal had the most recent shot and i think that was his do or die sort of uh, show if, if he was going to win the title he'd have won it a final battle and so. he should have mean well that's another that's another podcast altogether um yeah I, I i would say algin but i am this is probably one of the most uh, you know, one of the matches i'm really looking forward to the most because mm. this should be a really really good match and I, i'm going for algin Jump. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. This should be a fantastic match, especially if they're given 15 or 20 minutes to work and actually flesh out everything because these are two of the best wrestlers on the roster. And just giving them time to go out there and just put on a show would just provide a great match. And for the winner, I have to agree with Steven. I think it's going to be Michael Elgin because Jay Lethal has already received two different shots at Steen's belt. And I don't think he really, not saying he don't deserve a third one, but it would be kind of overkill at that point. So seeing Elgin get another shot, especially after the great match he had at Glory by Honor, I believe it was.
0: Yeah, that was an amazing Steve. match.
1: <laughs> just, just seeing them get like a part two to try to top that, or I think that could be Elgin's, This could be Elgin's platform to actually winning the world title.
2: yeah i've backed Jay lethal before and i regret that oh did you i don't remember that it may have happened twice and i'm not doing it (laughs) a third time i'm not falling for that again so i think the unbeatable one is actually going to lose here for once and yeah i think you're right that it could be maybe elgin will win the world title based on this it all depends when he gets his shot and who's the world champion at that point so but i'm really looking forward to this one so i'm hoping it'll be a could be match of the night we'll find out on friday um, then we have a 10-man war. You wouldn't believe how I struggled to get 10 people on the graphic here. Um, <laughs> between ROH and Scum, we have Team Ring of Honor led by BJ Whitmer, who has uh, Caprice Coleman, Cedric Alexander, Mark Briscoe, and Mike Mondo at his side, taking on Scum, Rhino, Cliff Compton, Jimmy Jacobs, Rhett Titus, and Jimmy Rave. Um, I'll go to you, Stephen. First, what are your predictions on this, and who do you think is going to get the win?
0: Um, this is a, this is another one. I, I I think either side could easily win it. I'm pro- I'll probably go for Scum just because they seem to be getting a lot of wins recently, and I think it's it's probably better if you know these sort of feuds are always better if the faces take a bit of a the, battering before. This
2: early in the storyline, they need to make yeah. Scum look really strong, because the guys in Scum, as we've said, aren't sort of huge main event players, and some of them you go a bit, oh, what's he doing in there? But if they start getting some dominant wins, people will start taking them more seriously, I think.
0: Yeah, I think this is a good way to use them as well, as you say. there isn't, Apart from Steen, there isn't a main event sort of level guy in there, so to have these sort of uh, you know, five-man uh, tag matches and... Uh, you know, they've had a couple of tag matches on TV and stuff. I think that's a uh, a good way to, to use them, really, just to, uh, you know, continue the storyline without having loads of, of matches with, with, with guys that are, you know, not main event level, really. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say Scum, just because, uh, as you said, you know, they need to be, to be uh, made to look strong, especially uh, as we're going to be seeing this storyline, I think, for, you know, the next few months. John?
1: Yeah, I... I think it's going to be a wild and chaotic brawl. Just not much structure like, st- like story-wise to the match other than just 10 guys going out there and just beating the crap out of each other for a while. And I think Scum has to get the win here, especially with how dominant they looked at the end of the 11th anniversary show. Mm-hmm. If you want to continue their momentum and, and establish them as like a dominant force, they have to get the win here because this is their really their first outing as a group in front of like a major audience on my pay-per-view. So if they lose here, it will cripple any kind of momentum they have, especially against a, especially since they're supposed to be like a unified force. They're kind of facing five random, random people, you know. So if if they can't just beat five random Ring of Honor wrestlers, how are we supposed to take them seriously as a, as a unified group?
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I, I, what he said, I'll just go with what <laughs> you said. I think there, John. Um, up next, we have Roderick Strong taking on Carl Anderson. A man who I know absolutely nothing about. So, um, does anyone here have any
0: thoughts or predictions on this one? We, we know how much we all love Japanese wrestling. So, we're all massive fans of Carl of Anderson. We all think he's awesome and we all think this is going to be a great match. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that if, if Ring of Honor
1: decided to fly Carl Anderson in from Japan for this show, he has to be worth, worth uh, the, the, the cost it takes to fly him in. And Roderick Strong's, you know, one of the best wrestlers they have. So I don't expect anything short of greatness here.
2: Who do you think is going to pick up the win? I think, I think it's strong. It's got to yeah, be Roderick but, Strong, surely.
0: Yeah. There's not much point to giving. I know Anderson's on the TV tapings the next day, but you know they've phoning me just to have a couple of, of good matches and uh, you know maybe get a, a couple of uh, you know new fans uh, watching the show who might watch Japanese wrestling but not necessarily Ring of Honor. And I know a lot of our Fans on the forum like Japanese wrestling, and they're all really pumped when they, you know, uh, Anderson was announced. So uh, I'm relying on the RH cast force. They say he's good, uh, as John said, they wouldn't have flown him in, you know, for for nothing if he was uh, if he was not very good. So uh, <laughs> and Str- you know, Strong might not be doing much at the moment in terms of storyline, and but I th- you know, he's they always seem to be the uh, you know, whenever they bring in a guy, they always seem to turn to Strong and put him. Uh, in the ring with him because Strongy's just a, a very dependable guy in the ring he seems to mesh with more or less anyone so uh, yeah, it should be another another good match um, Now we have three title matches
2: to talk about, we have the Ring of Honour TV title as Matt Taven defends in a triple threat match against Adam Cole and the self-proclaimed icon Matt Hardy The man that will not die, Matt Hardy Unfortunately, yeah <laughs> So, what are your predictions here? I mean, surely Matt Taven's got to retain. He can't lose in his first defense.
0: Matt Hardy to win? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You yeah, I be. think I think Taven's got to win, hasn't he? I mean, there's no point. Cole's not going to win it back. But Hardy but, winning but it But the thing wins, is, who's it, he going to pin? Like, he. It just well, doesn't. I, I reckon he'll probably pin Cole. Maybe
2: I can't see that happening. Twice, two papers in a row, and just before Cole's title shot at Border Wars.
0: Mm, yeah, maybe then, maybe they'll be... But they, they want to keep Scum looking strong, don't they? And so Exactly. Do you, Can he... do you think it Man... could end in a no contest with maybe
1: Hardy about to get pinned and Scum run down to try to break it up?
0: Yeah, or maybe
2: the lovely uh, TV title Time Limit Draw that we've... We grown grew to love during Jay Lethal's title reign. So, oh, God, no. I think there might be some shenanigans here, and Matt Taven retains the belt before he has to defend it against ACH the next night.
0: Personally, I I think he will pin Cole, and I think a member of Scum might get involved and and I take out Cole with something, hoping that Hardy gets to win. And then I don't know, maybe Truth Martini hits Hardy with something, and then Taven picks up the win on, on Cole or something like that. I, I just I can't see Hardy getting pinned to be honest. And obviously, with uh, as you say, with um, Cole's title shot coming up at Border Wars, you know, having more interaction between Cole and Scum going up, up into that pay per view uh, as well, that's that up a bit more. So I think them costing him you know, the win and maybe inadvertently giving Taven the uh, the victor. I think that's probably what we'll see. I I can't see them doing a you know, Delirious since he took over hasn't been you know, hasn't really used the time limit draw or you know a cheap way out to get out of matches really. So I, I think he'll give us a finish, especially on iPay per view as well.
2: Yeah. I think it should be a good match. It'd
0: probably be a better match if Matt Hardy wasn't there, but Yeah, I, I think it will it would be good. I don't think it'll be one of the best matches no. on, on the show but it's, it's a match that you, should, you know it should, it should be pretty good I think Hardy has looked better since he joined Scum and it was just a natural fix everyone hated him anyway so we might as well put him in a, a group that we're supposed to hate uh, Cole's always good and Taven has looked impressive since he came in and, and he has amazing theme music so hopefully we'll yes, get
2: to hear it twice
0: hopefully we'll get to see Mar- well hopefully we'll get to see Martini and the Hoopla Hotties and you know that's never a, a negative so yeah uh, should be another good match good things Uh, moving on we have the Ring of Honor
2: world tag team title match as the self-proclaimed Red Dragon also known as Team man Fishing defend their Ring of Honor tag team titles against the American Wolves is probably my second most anticipated match behind the J-Lethal Elgin one personally Um, I think this is going to be fantastic you've got two great teams there and I just hope that Team man Fishing retain because I'm worried that they might drop the belts already to the Wolves. Silence? Or any sort I, of... I,
1: yeah, I kind of agree. I'm afraid that the Wolves might win. Not that a Wolves title reign would be bad because no, they're no. a great team. But I just think that Amphish and have earned the right to hold the belts for a while. They've been a great team uh, since they formed late last year. Mm. And I'm happy to see them get the belts put on them. And they these, they wrestled a final battle, didn't they,
2: these two teams? Yeah, and I believe the Wolves won that. And then yeah. Team Man Fishing beat the Wolves on TV in that gauntlet match, I think it was. So this is the rubber match between the teams. But I think that if the Wolves don't win here, the Wolves will win next time they face on Fishing. Because I, I just feel like they're going to be the next tag team champions at some point this year. So whether Team Man Fishing cheat to win and then drop the belts at best in the world or border wars to the walls. I think that could be likely, but either way, it's going to be a fantastic match, you
0: know, regardless of the result. Yeah. It's, as you said, you know, behind Elgin and Lethal, in, in terms of match quality, I think this will probably be second best start on the card. And I don't think Team man are going to lose it just yet, but I can see why you maybe think they will because, uh I think it's it's all set up really, isn't it, for the American Wolves to beat them for the titles at some point. Mm. Um, I think the only reason they had Amfishing beating uh, the Briscoes was to really set up this this feud for the for most of the summer. So, I think the, I think the Wolves will win them, but not quite yet. Um, you know, changing the belts twice in such a short you know space of time. I don't think that's a really Ring of Honor thing to do, is it? So that's true. Um, I, th- I think we'll we'll be seeing Tim Amfishing. As champions for a few moments at least, but yeah, I, I think, think about-
2: best in the world will be the latest that team I'm fishing. Oh, sorry, yeah, American Wolves win the belts. I think.
0: Yeah, I, as you say, maybe they'll get some sort of cheap win, or I, I don't know how, how they could get you know around it. But I think maybe they'll have some sort of number one contendership match or something for the American Wolves, and they'll they'll eventually uh, they'll eventually get another shot, and I think that's when they'll win it. But um, yeah, th- this should be another. Really good match. I think their match at final battle was was good without ever really being brilliant. But I think this yeah. one, well, with a bit added, more added time with the titles the line. and, and, online, and team
2: Man fishing have been teaming up for a lot longer at this point. So
0: yeah, and I think their their gimmicks since then have really come on. And I think uh, yeah, this this should be a really good one.
2: Not that we understand the gimmick, but we just like it.
0: I think that's part <laughs> of its uh, charm that we don't we haven't got a clue what's happening, but it's good, so <laughs> we'll just let it slide.
2: John, any comments on the tag team title match?
1: Um, I just expect it to be a very good match. These two teams had a pretty good match at Final Battle, and they didn't really pull out all the stops because I'm pretty sure they knew they were going to have an extended feud later. Mm. And now that they actually have the titles on the line, I expect this match to be a lot better than the good match we saw at Final Battle. So I have high expectations for this, and I expect them to meet those expectations.
2: That brings us to the main event for the Ring of Honor World Title. Kevin Steen defends against Jay Briscoe. This should be a good match. I don't have, like, amazing high expectations. I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, but it's still going to be a good to great match. I'm not expecting it to be as good as the Tag Title or the uh, Lethal Elgin match, but it should still be very good, and to me, it's clear that Kevin Steen will retain because he's got the big match with Adam Cole at Border Wars coming up, but Regardless of the predictability, I'm still looking forward to the main event. How about you guys?
1: I am very excited for this match. I am a huge Jay Briscoe fan. So, getting, so seeing him getting the opportunity like this on this big of a show makes me happy. I think he always delivers in title matches, and this should be no different. Just thinking back to the title matches he's had in the past against Roderick Strong and all the other ones, it's been so good. So I think this is going to be a very good match. It should be interesting to see if there's any kind of post-match segment involving scum and steen and leading up to the next pay-per-view or building any kind of tension between the two because you know as we have said before every I pay-per-view kind of has one kind of defining moment that you look back and think of oh that happened or oh this happened hmm. and it's usually after the main event so i kind of expect something to happen after this but i and I, i'm pretty sure that i'm not pretty sure i'm 100 sure that steen is going to retain here even though i'd love to see jay briscoe take the belt
2: i just do not Now's not really the time for that, is it? With the scrum storyline going on and the Adam Cole um, title defence of Steam right around the corner, I don't think now's the time for a Jay Brisker title reign, but maybe one day. I think he deserves to have
0: reign one day. Yeah, I think he definitely deserves to. As you say, now is not sort of the right time, but again, as, as John said, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm glad to see uh, you know, Jay and Mark in more singles matches because... I, you know, I just think it keeps them fresh, and it, uh, you know they're both really good singles wrestlers, so it makes sense. And um, it'd be interesting to see if his uh, shoulder injury sort of, uh, you know, affects yeah. him at all. Because even at the weekend, I think he was still in the sling, wasn't he? So, is uh, that? Being, but how, do you think they might be overemphasizing the series? Yeah, really maybe. Aldo? Yeah, because I mean, if uh, if he was still legitimately in this the sling, at, you know, just this past weekend, would he really be able to wrestle on Friday? I mean. That's probably a, a bit of a push, but yeah, they probably are sort of. Uh,
2: we hope because it'll it, it it'll definitely affect the match if he is still hurt.
0: I, I don't think they'd have made it if they'd have if they were definitely, you know, unless they were pretty sure he was going to be near hundred mm, um, percent. That's true. Yeah, I, I think this should be. I think this will be better than people expect. Not that people aren't expecting it to be good, but I think people will look at this and think, oh, it's not going to be as good as some of his other defenses. But well, I think he's got the potential to be as good, if not. You know, better than some of his other ones. I think it'll be right up there with uh, the Algin defence. Um, I'm just really looking forward to this. Um, it should be, you know, a bit of a brawl. Um, it, as John said, it'll be interesting to see if anything happens afterwards in terms of, you know, what scum do. So, uh, yeah, while the the result of the match looks pretty uh, straightforward, um, yeah, interesting to see what happens afterwards. And yeah, just looking forward to the match uh, as a whole. Really, it should be should be a really good one. I seem to be saying that after every single match, <laughs> they all look—they all should be good. Well, most of them yeah, should be good. Absolutely,
1: this is one of the most stacked cards Ring of Honor has put on in a while, and is actually worthy of the Supercard of Honor name. And it's probably the most stacked card of any wrestling show this or any independent wrestling show this weekend. And there's a lot of shows going on in the New York area this weekend. And oh, yeah, as I forgot you know, what weekend it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and as uh, Steven said, you know, these two are great brawlers, and they should mesh very well together based on the style of wrestling they both have and I expect it to be a great main event to a what should be a phenomenal show
2: yeah I definitely think hopefully this will continue the sort of hot streak of pay-per-views Ring of Honor have had ever since Gloria Bionna last October you look back at Gloria Bionna final battle 11th anniversary all very good shows so hopefully this is going to continue that going forward so I believe that wraps up our preview um Supercard of Honor 7 is live on iPay-Per-View this Friday. Um, Cast will be back next Tuesday with a full review of the show. There'll also be a written review over the weekend on ROHworld.com. So um, anything else to add on the uh, ipay Do you think perhaps Steen will leave Scum now, or is that going to be postponed until later on?
1: They might leave kind of- just yet. But, yeah, they might but... do kind of what they did at the 11th anniversary show, have Scum do a beatdown and Steen just kind of stay out of it and maybe tease Tension a little bit more than they did last time.
2: Hmm. It'll be the whole House of Truth is their dissension? dissension. Is the yeah. dissension thing. which will just I really until... hope they
0: don't drag it out for as long as they did. That, <laughs> yeah, this, we, time we... Ne- this time next year, we're like, is Steen going to leave Scum yet or not? <laughs> <laughs> Scum has about 54 members at like the year. It just keeps getting oh, bigger, and bigger and bigger and bigger.
2: Um, so that wraps up our preview of Super Crowd of Honour and hopefully it will live up to our expectations and we'll find out next week when we review the show. So now we're going to move on to the questions and topics that you've sent in. There's several ways you can do this. You can go on our forum, rohworld.com forum. The only Ring of Honour dedicated forum out there, believe it or not. Um, we have a Twitter at roh underscore world and we're also on Facebook, facebook.com rohworld.
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh funky. Um We've got a few on Facebook. First one is from Macklin, he asks Do you guys think we will see any new members of Scum this weekend? Personally, I'd like to see Mondo turn in the ten man tag. He needs mm. to go heal. His rapey face gimmick just isn't working. <laughs> That's a possibility. When he, I, when I was... he
2: initially said new members of Scum this weekend, I was like, no, we don't we don't want you know as we don't want it to be the NWO like he just said. But
0: Mondo would make sense. But would it make sense? Why would he why would he want to kill Ring of Honor? Because he's just been like like mega Ring of Honor's awesome, hasn't he? I mean, that's why it's so surprising. You see, it's but, all, he, but, it's but it might be surprising, but it doesn't make sense. That's like a I know, I know. Russo turn. Yeah, I know we've said logic and wrestling doesn't work, but at least every guy in Scum at the moment has a reason oh, to not oh, like Ring of Honor. Well, all of them do, I think. Cliff Compton, Rhino. But Rhino's, Rhino, just, Rhino's a, a it's just a missionary, isn't he? Yeah, he's just a missionary. He's a
2: hired <laughs> missionary. Yeah. If we
0: if we paid him, he'd probably join the R.H. cast. I mean, uh, I've got and Gore, <laughs> <laughs> no. Gore. Go! Go! Didn't how much did. Prince Nana sell him to Truth Martini Force. So it's sixty thousand dollars or something. Seventy-five thousand dollars or something. A lot of dollars. Uh, well, when
2: I asked Nana about this, he got very angry and said, "There's no money at all." So, who knows? But I
0: bet they're paid for a lot of uh, big, booty some... Asian women.
2: Exactly. Um, We're getting sidetracked here talking about Prince Nana.
0: Yeah, but I think I think Compton makes sense as well. I mean, he hasn't sort of said why yet, but I think he could just say, you know, he's such a big name on the on the Indies and. Why, why didn't Ring of Honor sign him? He's been trying to get in Ring of Honor for years now and they've never even called him back or anything sort of thing. So I think he does have a reason, but I just can't see why Mundo would... Yeah.
2: I yeah, think it, I'd, I'd like doesn't... to see
0: it because I don't think Mundo should be a face. I think it's quite clear that he needs to be a heel. Definitely. Um, but yeah, it would be surprising. It would be good, but I just don't see how it would make sense. If they can make sense of it, then go for it I'd I'd quite like to see it but apart from him I can't see them getting any more members because yeah they've only just you know formed you know officially really and I don't mm. think we need any more just yet you know we don't want them having 20 members by the end of the feud sort of thing so I think maybe one one or two more by the end of the feud but not yet I don't think what do you two think do you agree I thought we'd yeah, wrapped up that, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, sorry. Say,
1: yeah. I don't see Scum adding any more members unless they lose a member or two in Steen or somebody else who turns. So unless they lose somebody, I don't think they should add many more people.
2: Yeah, if they don't get Mondo at the pay-per-view, hopefully Mondo just turns heel for other reasons in perhaps a separate feud. But
0: I, they probably will not get any new members until Border Wars. Talking of new members for Scum, we've got another uh, suggestion here from Ken. Um, he says... This, was, this isn't a question, but do you agree with the, with the statement or not? He says, Granted, it seemingly wouldn't make much sense for Adam Cole to join Scum. However, when you consider his cocky heel character in other promotions, it could work. Perhaps he thinks he should be the poster boy of ROH and that he's, only, he's the only reason people tune in. I think that Adam Cole claiming unfairness would rub people the wrong way and would be extremely entertaining. ROH needs to take advantage of Adam Cole as yep. a heel while they still can. I completely agree. Ken, Ken speaks a lot of sense.
2: This is what I've been saying. I still think that's going to happen, and I think we'll talk about that a lot more once Supercard is over and we're heading towards the uh, Border Wars. Do you still think say, it makes
0: I, no sense, Stephen? I wouldn't say it makes no sense, but I don't think it makes much sense. <laughs> but just thinking of how awesome
2: know, it would be to watch.
0: Yeah, of of him, you know, Scum costing Steen the title and Adam Cole winning it at Border Wars, and him just. You know, him and Scum just kicking the crap out of Steen after the match. I think, yeah, thinking about it, it, it it does seem good. And I would like Cole to be champion and have this really good heel run before he leaves. But I, I don't know. I, I definitely think they need a big name to join. And I think of any of them, Adam Cole probably makes more sense than most. But I'm not 100% sure it's going to happen. You'll have to still, you know, convince me on that one. But, um, some questions on Twitter, uh, Stephen J Sutton asks, "Do you think Delirious was trying to prevent an extreme rising situation with Charlie Haas this past weekend?" What's an extreme rising situation? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Do you know, John? Um, no. Aren't they the like the shows that they're doing with a lot of these? are like EC the
2: reunion wannabe ECW reunion, like yeah, thing, aren't they? i
0: sure.
2: I really don't know much about those, to be honest. So, I, I can assume him he was trying to prevent some of the situation but I don't know what an extreme rising situation would be. So. I should
0: imagine maybe a lot of them guys walked out and were either high or drunk because that's what they used to do in ECW didn't they? So. Oh,
2: if Sandman was there then yeah, that probably... <laughs> I should imagine <laughs> yeah.
0: a lot of people would want to avoid that sort of situation especially yeah, I... in wrestling. I mean, that is such a danger. I mean, you've basically got someone's life in your hands, haven't you? I mean, yeah,
2: you know, one I, but... I saw
0: one of the moves he did his um, top rope belly-to-belly suplex off, you know, off the top. I mean, if he botched that he could have... Either hurt himself quite <laughs> badly or BJ just a Just ask BJ Whitmer about. Oh well, yeah, and he was, you know, he was sober then. We think so. God <laughs> knows what he could have done when he was drunk, or as sober as he can be. Well, yeah, it's probably not uh, sober at all. But yeah,
1: instead of avoiding an ex- an extreme rising situation, I just think delirious was trying to avoid a
2: hostage crisis. <laughs> <laughs> John, that's terrible.
0: There we go. There's, there's a tumbleweed. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Andy tweets stuff says do you think Adam Cole should use his suck my dick gimmick when or if he turns early in ROH I didn't know he had a suck my dick gimmick yes, that's, did that's, no. that's his catchphrase in other promotions
2: really? <laughs> yeah that's brilliant <laughs> no I don't think we'll be seeing that not on uh, the PG SPG show I mean they, they muted Truth Mart, uh, Matt Taven saying I'm going to whip it out so I don't think
0: why I, did they I, do that that's not How is that offensive to him?
2: I don't know who it was that said it. It might have been Marketh, but they cut off like women wearing more clothes than the wrestlers, which like makes no sense. That was a
0: question, wasn't it, for Caleb? And he said he didn't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Moving on, we are moving on to some on the forum now. Um, Robert Reed uh, asks, "You talked a lot about maybe avoiding spoilers for the TV show. I'd have to recommend that completely, as that's what I've done." That's what I've been doing for a while now. Everything is actually interesting. Matches are so much better when you don't know who's winning and the near falls actually make you interested. You actually start noticing that angles do develop on TV. I realise that with you running the site, it'd be hard, but maybe you guys could rotate who post spoilers so the other two could avoid them. Just a suggestion. I think that's a good idea. I think we
2: should have some sort of rotor where one person does it and the other two don't see it. I think it'd be a good idea. Although yeah. it would sort of affect the podcast in terms of the discussion of the spoilers, which is what we normally have, so... Oh, good, yeah. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe two people see it, and they discuss the spoilers while the other person misses that segment. We'll have to talk about this yeah. off-air, I think. But, yeah, thanks for the suggestion. I think we'll
0: definitely perhaps start considering that. Hmm. He also says, don't worry, I don't watch Japanese wrestling either. Oh, we're not the only ones, then. No. Uh, Fun 93 Says, says, uh, first off, I just want to say thanks for last week's show. You've now renewed my interest in Power Rangers. I have yes. no interest in Power Rangers. Ivan Ooze. <laughs> really weird, though. I was talking to someone yesterday, and the topic of Power Rangers came up again.
2: Did Was Ivan Ooze mentioned?
0: Well, I had to mention him, because they said Power Rangers. I said, can we not talk about this because of Ivan Ooze? He's, <laughs> you. He's like, you know, it came up on the RH cast. It's coming up in your
2: real life as well. So it's... You're just gonna start like, you will know, go in your pockets and have all the purple Ivan stuff in there, like? <laughs> you'll just appear out of nowhere.
0: Earlier on I was running the tap and I was I wasn't even <laughs> thinking about it, I was looking at the water to check it was okay. I was like, what am I doing? No. He's <laughs> <laughs> ruined my life. Uh fund also says, uh also I hope Stephen's revolutionary five corner survival match idea takes off. <laughs> yes, it's gotta. It. It's the future. Um a few questions. Charlie Haas's retirement: work or shoot?
2: Work, uh, shoot.
0: Yeah, I think it is a shoot. Uh, do you think RH's new tactic for most live events and iPad reviews is the unpredictability factor? After the Scum invasion at eleven, 11 anniversary, and the Haas debacle at War, I I'm not sure they really. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure that was planned, but I think he, I think definitely, he's, uh, Delirious is going for the unpredictability factor. They, they
2: just wanna you know they want each show to end with something that you weren't expecting and give you something to talk about and look forward to coming up which is more sort of just basic wrestling booking if you need the show to be interesting exciting to make you want to keep tuning in so i think that's probably that what's they going what the, is what they're going for and that makes a lot of sense really
0: yeah especially seeing as under cornet they ring of Honor just seem to be really bland and boring and predictable and the same matches over and over again so i'm glad he's He's uh, he's done this because I think that's what Ring of Honor used to be. You know, a lot of unpredictable stuff used to happen, and as you say, I think that's when wrestling's at its best when you don't know what's going to happen because you know we all we all think we're geniuses and we can predict everything, but as certain people you know make you know take a stand and then look fools, you know the the unpredictable <laughs> uh, you know results do uh, have their advantages. So uh, on a random not- on a random side note, your favorite ROH DVD cover.
2: Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team Volume One.
0: <laughs> that is that, that has photo be
2: has good. become legendary now. It's it's brilliant.
0: That is very good. It um, is impossible to disagree with that. Uh, not a troll one. Um, I really like the Final Battle 2010 one with Steen and Generico just because I really liked it. <laughs> there we uh, go. That's a good reason for liking something. <laughs> Uh, P.S. Ideas for Grizzly Mondo tag team name Boom Beard, The Beardhead Gang and The Lumberjack offs I think that's what, the one that John mentioned But I really like The Lumberjack offs I think we'll use that one um, This next one's on...
2: almost a Marcus Troll
0: question Yeah, is. Spanky on you uh, Have you made love to Truth Martini's theme yet?
2: Keep going uh, We keep on
0: getting, we keep on getting no, question. the question uh, It's perfect for a minute man Not saying I am Anyways <laughs>
2: What were you gonna say, John?
0: We seem to get questions every week now about our
1: uh our relationship with with the ladies and I think people are way overestimating
0: our ability. <laughs> what relationship? What are ladies? A minute? I could only dream of a minute, but um moving on. <laughs> that
1: that that's that's from getting undressed to getting back dressed, right? That includes all that time? <laughs>
0: Uh, what's the one match that will steal the show at Supercard of Honor that might surprise people?
2: Or oh, surprise?
0: So, yeah, what people maybe aren't I expecting much maybe but expecting all of them, them to be good. Maybe apart from the tag. Oh, maybe the TV title match will end up being really, really good. Not that people <laughs> think it's going to suck. Yeah. But...
2: Just because Matt Hardy's in there, maybe he'll just get constantly taken out and be on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> just turned to be really good. So, and from our point of view, this Roderick Strong match could be fantastic, fantastic. Fantastic? <laughs> I can't even speak. Uh, fantastic, because we know absolutely nothing about the guy. So, yeah, maybe that's one well, for us anyway.
0: Hmm. Um, why doesn't every woman look like a hoopla hottie? I'm. I'm not sure. I would uh, did. Do you guys hate these questions? No, we love them. Yes. If we love all questions, we're not... We don't know. I only,
2: I only hate them when the show's been going on for like an hour and a half and there's like 20 questions to get through. It's probably our own fault for not filtering them, but...
0: Filter? This is uncensored, unfiltered, not PG. That's why people love this show. <laughs> this is just like a prompter. People would write anything here and you'd probably read it out. Yeah. Like Ron Burgundy? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost read out your... Your thing, saying recording this week's show. Oh God. KL underscore. uh, Okay, tell us the truth. Which one of you is QT Marshall's mystery tag team partner?
2: Oh, we can't reveal that. We we can't. We can't give you the scoops. Unfortunately. Let's just say, he's a nightmare.
1: Well, I was going to say that Stephen and I were already the guardians of truth.
0: Oh, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: is. So, could one of us be making our Ring of Honor return this Friday? (laughs) Because because I'm not available to do the live report for the website. St- Steven's doing that. So just so just take what you will from
0: that bit of information. Well, I have kept saying to Harry that I might not be able to make it.
2: But, mm, well, if John if John's you know if John suddenly turns up in like a wrestling singlet, I don't think I'll be able to control <laughs> my laughter. So I'll, I'm definitely tuning in now.
1: Did you haven't been uh, looking at my Instagram pictures? Then have you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Do you think one day Charlie Haas will say I regret for I regret what happened at ROH War? Yes, probably. Yes,
2: definitely. Once he's sobered up, thought (laughs) about. He's
0: still not sober, and he's been. (laughs) 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 He might have just kept drinking. I don't know. Uh,
2: Yeah, I think one day he'll apologise.
0: We passed one quarter of two thousand and thirteen. For today, who's breakout? Who's the breakout star, and who disappointed? Oh. So sort of early because, uh, ACH or Matt Taven, ACH one
2: of those. Taven are up there. I expect a lot from those two this year. Um, in terms of disappointment, can we say Mike Bennett? Because he just he beat Jerry Lee and then disappeared.
1: Then just disappeared. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, nothing to do with what he's done because he has no
0: control over that. But
2: yeah. In terms of sort of the the TV show and the progression of
0: the storylines or whatever. I don't think there's been any disappointment really. I think 2013 so far has been. A very very good year for ROH, especially after the last couple of years. You know, it's been such a ref- refreshing change back to the, uh, you know, the good old days. Really. Um, greetings from Poland, and may the Hoopla Hotties be with you.
2: I wish. I wish they were <laughs> KL.
0: They are. They are in my dreams. <laughs> uh, DX versus NWO ninety four. Do you think we will ever see Delirious wrestle in ROH again? No. Maybe. Oh, maybe There's, after hmm. e- if he stops booking maybe yeah it's just like a
2: conflict of interest isn't it if he comes back and he's still booker but i can see
0: maybe him, you can have
2: like he, a one off match or something
1: yeah, yeah i, I could see him maybe if there's like a mystery opponent or something and he books himself in there to lose just to put the guy over but i don't expect to see him booked in any, any kind of long term perhaps play.
2: he'll be brought in as like a mystery partner to take on scum as like yeah i was thinking that but although it kind of gets confusing there cuz like then the the guy's booking the scum <laughs> invasion is trying to get rid of him, so it just sort of confuses things, because it's pretty much public knowledge for...
0: Yeah, but for, for one match, I don't think it would matter. I don't think people were like, hey, this guy's the booker, why is he wrestling against Scum? Mm. Why is he booking him to so look, look so good if he wants to get rid of him? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Supercard of Honor will be as good as the 11th anniversary show, or at least has the potential?
1: I believe it has all the potential to be just as good, if not better, than the
0: 11th anniversary show.
2: I don't think it'll be better. That's my opinion. No,
0: I don't think it'll be better. I think it could be as good. I think it might be sl- slightly worse, but I don't think. Mean...
2: Yeah, but the 11th anniversary is so good. So it's... Oh
0: yeah, it would still be a brilliant show, even if it's slightly worse, but I don't. I think a lot happened at the 11th anniversary show. You know, the matches were great. The storylines that were created were great. So I think that was just a really, really great show overall. But Super Gladiator is looking very, uh, very strong. Mm. Uh, favorite Jay Briscoe singles match. I remember the one he had against. Uh... Roddy, when he was champion for the title, I think it was a house show. That was a really really good match.
1: Yeah, and only the strong survived. That might have to be my favourite one too. Oh, that
0: was the one, yeah. And he had one against Mark Briscoe, didn't he? I can't remember when that was. It was quite a few years ago, but that was a uh, that was a good match as well. I don't think the Briscoe, especially recently, the Briscoes haven't had enough singles matches. Mm. I mean, but as I said earlier, I know they're a great team, and obviously they've been in and around the tag titles a lot, so it would have been difficult. But they're so they're so good as singles wrestlers as well. I think. It would. Uh, I think they're doing the right thing now by giving them more singles matches and you know keeping them fresh and giving us new matchups. Really,
1: and splitting them up kind of fills the card out better too. Because instead of just one yeah. match involving the Briscoes, you have two matches that will help uh, like help strengthen the undercard.
0: I agree. Uh, Yim Yak with Haas gone, could this Mimi won't have a conclusion to the Haas versus Cheeseburger storyline?
2: Yeah, I think I agree with what Stephen said that we just won't see. Cheeseburger again now because he has.
0: Oh. oh I mean, who else would
2: he get? He'd have no relevance with anyone else apart from Charlie Haas, so.
0: Oh, I know what's going to happen. I'm taking a stand on this. At Supercard of Honor, Shout and Benjamin will walk out, It will get on the mic, and he'll say, This is my opponent. Cheeseburger will come out, and then they will hug, and then it'll be revealed that Shout Charl- and Benjamin is actually his father.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. <laughs> um assuming elgin beats lethal where will he get his title shot in ring of honor
2: that is yeah that is definitely correct
0: in, uh, in a resting ring maybe uh, at <laughs> best in the world
2: best in the world yeah but it, it all depends on what happens at border wars because if cole does turn heel and join scum then Steen's gonna have to get a rematch probably at best in the world so you don't really know how Elgin would fit into that, so...
0: It might be like his survival of the fitties, It'll take him about three years to cash it in.
2: (laughs) That's true, yeah. It doesn't say when it's for, does it, this title shot? It's just a title shot, so we don't know what's going to happen here.
0: Who knows? Mm, It'll be interesting to see uh, if they... Well, I don't think they could maybe get it in before Border Wars, because I know BJ Whitmer's got a shot, hasn't he, before then? Yeah, he has, yeah. I don't know if there are many other shows... uh, but Elgin against Cole—that would be good as well. They've had a couple of good matches before. That would be uh, an interesting match to have.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've had I've... some very good matches. So if that was a match for the for world title, a main event of a pay per view, that's going to be fantastic.
0: Mm. And I believe that is the end of the questions for this week. Thank you to the RH Cast Force for sending them in. Okay, so that brings an end to this week's RH Cast. We do hope you
2: enjoyed the show. Um, we usually record every Thursday, and it's available on ourritual iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday to review Supercard of Honor Seven, which is on iPad View this Friday. We may also have a second show um, at the end of next week, where we'll discuss um, the spoilers from the weekend, the we'll listener to topics, and any news that happens um, over the next week. The reason we're splitting it up is because that we felt that the show we did, that me and John did after 11th anniversary just dragged on too long was it like an hour and a half and
1: it was entirely way too long
2: yeah we sort of lose once it gets to about the hour mark which i think is what it is now we sort of lose momentum to keep talking <laughs> so we're going to try and keep all shows to an hour so it's very likely that in the future after a pay-per-view we'll have one one review show which is early in the week and then later on we'll talk about news and questions so if yeah. you like that format let us know and uh, if you don't let us know as well because maybe people prefer the long shows who knows so that brings an end to the episode 83 of the ROH cast. Um, thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. And with Charlie Haas gone, I fear I'm never going to have an excuse to play this song again. So, in tribute to some of the great ether and toot based moments Charlie Haas has brought us in Ring of Honor, I'll leave you with the Wrestling's Greatest Toot Toot official theme.
0: <laughs> you can't handle the Toot toot toot! toot. Do
1: <laughs> You smell that? Two, 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 two,
0: two,
2: two. What the hell is that? Can oh my God! Paul Turner, take a look at this. Two, two, two.
0: We golden them
1: boys. I would have killed Mark Briscoe. I hate the two-pound horn, but... Toot, toot. Well, Mark Briscoe, you were covered with
0: so much chicken grease. Ha, 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 ha. Toot, Cut our music, cut it!